because this is going to be really good. <laughs> show me again. Show me again. Wait, wait, wait. Got it. It's like this. You see? Wow. That is my business center. Oh. That looks so nice. Oh, so good. Then, so good. So yeah. for anyone who's listening to this, we're just talking about um, in, in USANA, there is an opportunity for people to get a, a re-entry, which a lot of network marketing companies have this. So if you're not in USANA, just watch out for when your company does specials like this and jump on it because it's, it's just so good. So, so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's all placed and that you put it in your weakest leg. Is that what you went with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, it, I, I was, I was thinking that would be the feel. I feel like the place there. And then I said, I have no clue how the numbers are. I go onto my scheme and I look and blah, blah, blah. It was uh, okay. That it was there. So I now did an interview. With, uh, I was interviewed, like let mm -hmm. to um, uh, the, let to know who your leaders are in the German group. Okay. So I, although I'm not a German associate, but I was interviewed. I was the first one of a series. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. But that was that good. We had a meeting where I brought people to, and I have now associates kind of popping up. Okay. Putting their head above the water, and then I grab them and find out hey are you ready what well, how can i help so that's also good learning curve yeah and and for the rest i'm still working on the two to four <laughs> presentations a week which okay. is kind of yeah challenging yeah. sometimes but yeah i also see i, I have kind of a um uh, tracking pad or no performance sheet okay let's say yeah One and i I have now, that's from um, Hubert Krause. Yep. I mean, for yep. me, it adds to the WAP. It yep. adds to the WAP. And I have now found out because we changed uh, what are we tracking because okay. I was with Fraser Brooks for a while and I had another tracking and so so. But there I discontinued. So I kind of enhanced Hubert Krause with Fraser Brooks yeah. stuff. Okay. And then we have to do a test run. Huh? So to find out if a good week, where are we? in terms of points and now I say okay I have to be beyond 120 points every week. Okay. And get it work. <laughs> yeah, that's because cool. when I do that a lot of things happening. So yeah, um, you know so the benchmark for you. Yeah, yeah, correct. And I advise others to do their own benchmark and, and see and focusing on the RTQ, the ask the question. I mean mm -hmm. I, I'm very good in having talks, yeah, but then not coming to the point asking the questions. And I also train myself with asking the question in other areas, like uh, trampoline, like flexible, like events I'm organizing and so on. Yeah. And then it, it eases after a while also the question interested in the products and how can I help you with this? And then my focus is sexy fit, you know? <laughs> and yeah, then the so programs good. I have, mm. yeah, so to, to get also a bit more the volume ideas through. Yeah, yeah, so that is where I'm working on. That's where you're at. That's oh, it's so good. So good. Hold that thought for a second. I just want to check Armando. It looks like he's still connecting to audio. Armando, can you hear us at all? I don't, I think if it still says connecting to audio, he can't hear us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it might just be his internet. Okay, hopefully he'll be able to come on. Oh, he's, he's there. 
He's there, but it just says connecting to audio. Oh, here he is. Okay. Oh, Armando, can you hear us okay? Yes. Hi, how are you? Yay. Fantastic. Ah. Oh, so wonderful. So I just wanted to introduce Armando to everyone. We, we can't see you, but you may not. Do you want your, your video on Armando? Yeah. Wait for me. Just a minute. Okay. I'm getting ready. It's a lot too with soon Zoom. here in Mexico. Yes, I know. Oh, there he is. Yay. <laughs> so glad Hello. you could be here. Aw. So I think Annette and Claudia have seen your name on the on the forum, but Armando yep. is um, Emmanuel's referral. And I believe you're, I can't remember, are you in the same downline or cross line? I know you're no. you very closely. We're cross line, but uh, we're in. We have the same um, the same leader in common. Uh, I am sponsored by the brother of Emmanuel's sponsor. Okay. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. So good. And just so Claudia is from Belgium. She's German originally, but she lives in Belgium. And then Annette is Annette. Are you German? I can't remember. No, I'm originally from Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Okay. So, okay. So from, um, from Europe Holland. as well. From Holland. Yeah. From Holland. But she lives in Australia, very near me, about two hours south of me in Brisbane. All right. All right. Hmm. Great. So both of them are in your line? They no, are no. I wish they were both in my line. No, <laughs> Claudia is in my downline, and Annette is not not in my downline. In just in in Australia, yeah. Oh, great, great. But they're both in USANA. As you know, Soulcraft is for any network marketing company. It just happens that both Annette and Claudia are in, in USANA, and of course, of course, you are too. So we're so we're so glad to have you. And Armando was just going through. Um, you're now you're in module one, which is yeah. a really really robust module. Um, once I always tell people, it's really once you get past module three, that's where it starts to all kind of come together, and it's not as fast paced. But the prep week, module one, module two, and module three are pretty intense. And then everything, and it's kind of designed that way because you know how we, we say this often in USANA that a diamond has to be put under a lot of pressure. So we do that initially, but it, it does get easier. But don't, don't worry if you're taking like two weeks to do a module or even three weeks, you can totally self-pace. So there's, there's no behind in, in Soulcraft ever. <laughs> um, it was a little... Uh, pressure because of of the time and I think oh my god another model released ah yeah, another one yeah. <laughs> but no it never ever matters and and yeah, we, we want you to kind of like feel like okay I've got to I've got to keep going but not so much pressure where you feel stressed just like you want to keep going yeah and the great thing is that I have uh, the models open lifetime so I can take them every time, anytime, whenever I want. Yeah, exactly. And we have these calls for life a lifetime as well. Or, well, until I stop doing them, which won't be for a while. <laughs> At some point, I probably will say, okay. <laughs> but right now, it's like for, for as long as I do these, they're always here every two weeks. So, yeah. For you two in Australia, how time is it? 
it's a little bit late. It's 8 p.m., just past 8 p.m. So, but the these calls, we try to hit as many countries as possible. So sometimes, like, unfortunately for Europe, so for Claudia, there's, she can only do one at every other call because one of them is in the middle of the night. For for Mexico and Australia, it's it's okay. But yeah, for Europe, it's a little bit tough for one of no, the No, no, no. I do all the calls. Do you do all the I calls? I do night shift. You yes. do night shift. I, it's, you it's do. 11, 11 o'clock in the night then here, and I'm on. That's true. The that's part, true. I'm on. The, the sexy fit, I'm not on. But that's okay. That's part, right. I'm on. That's I put right. then on my plan. <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> look a bit tired. Mm. <laughs> but you're here. That's right. It's sexy fit. That's like impossible because it's in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I just wanted to kind of give that that little bit of introduction for Armando, so he knows a little bit more about our people. Some of these are like really full, and some are a little bit smaller. It just depends. You know, every every call is different. But what we always like to do is the first half is more talk about module specific and your network marketing business. And then the second half, we go more into personal development that moves the needle. So the, the deeper stuff. So Armando, right now, you just posted about the four pillars and then also centering your life around your business or sorry, your, your business around what you love. Yeah. Do you have any questions? And because we, we always like to give new people the floor first. Okay, yes, I had a question, but I can't remember in this moment. Uh, I slept with a question. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to grade it and then I fall asleep. Is the board... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm really impressed about the personal development you're um, sharing with us and in all of the models and all of the lessons. I realize there is um, a personal development background really robust, as, as you said. And I'm wondering if, um, which, okay, if, if I'm a newbie, how can I, uh, which are the five books that you would um, uh, ask a newbie to read? Ooh, it's a, such a good question. Yes, yeah, such a good question. Okay, so number one, I really think everyone needs to read Think and Grow Rich. And I really recommend reading it three times because it's, it's just so good. It's a bit for, for our younger people who come into our, our team, like in, let's say they're in their 20s. Sometimes, how old are you, Armando? You're, you're like early 30s? I'm 35. Okay, okay. I have the same problem you're going to say. I didn't like think language. Yeah, it's it's older language for sure. Yeah, it's older language for yeah. sure. If you there there is another. Oh, I can't think of it. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, so this great. is another one that's that. easier. Yeah, it is easier to read. Yeah, so that that I would recommend to like you or anybody that's that's younger, like definitely in their twenties. Think and Grow Rich is just it can be a really hard read, but the Science of Getting Rich I would also read three times too. Okay, I'm reading my first time. First time, okay, that's perfect. So, and the reason being is, money beliefs are one of those things that we really have to rewire our brain. 
And the easiest way to rewire our brain is to think of it as a, a grass pathway. And that if you keep walking on that grass pathway, what happens to that grass? I think it's getting out, uh, away. Uh... Yeah, it just, it disappears and you've got this path that is just clear and it's just like a, a highway. And so that's what we want to think of anything that we're trying to jump tracks, like for, for how we believe now, and we want to change that, the best way is repetition. And Tony Robbins always says this, that the, the best way to learn is through repetition. And you want to think okay. I'm, I'm, I'm rewiring my my brain. I'm rewiring my beliefs. I'm rewiring my neural pathways. Okay. So, so oh, go ahead. Go think ahead. we're rich. Think we're to... rich or the science of getting rich is okay. Either, either one, but three times. Three times, both. both. Yeah. Well, you can choose either one. You don't have to do both of them three times, but I would choose one of them. Let's say science of getting rich feels better for you. I would do that three times. Okay. Um, then number the, two, I would uh, read the, the best book for network marketing, I think is, um, by Robert Kiyosaki and it's the, called the perfect business. And it's quite a, a thin one. And I hope it's still available. It, it's, it's getting harder and harder to get a hold of, but I love that for not only our own belief, but also to give to prospects as well if they don't believe in network marketing. I think it's this one. Okay. Negocio siglo XXI. The exactly. 21st, I think in Spanish is... The business of the, the 21st century? Yeah. Okay. This yep. is another one? There, I think there's one. It's the same one. It just might be like a little bit smaller. Oh, is it the same one? I think it might be different. You know what? Let me just double check. That would still be good to read. Let me let me just write myself a note. Um, I think they're different, but the the business of the twenty first century is still very good too. But I'll I'll get back to you on that. Then the third book that changed my life was it's by um, Esther or Abraham Hicks. And it's called, um, and the name is escaping me. Think, uh, Asking it's given. Yes, thank you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Asking it's given. And that, that just changed. And, and actually, Soulcraft is really based on that philosophy of centering your life around what you love. And when I started doing that, everything changed. So, and I actually got that from, from that book. It's Abraham Hicks or Hicks? Um, Hicks, H-I-C-K-S. Hicks, right. Abraham Hicks. And so the, the woman that is write, writing it, like physically writing it, her name is Esther Hicks, but she believes, in, and her husband that has passed, that it was channeled from an entity called Abraham. So that's why they call it Abraham Hicks. If you have someone that doesn't really feel comfortable with talking about um, the universe a and they believe more in God, a better one would be The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. Same information, yeah, really good, but it, 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 instead of calling it universe, it calls it God. 
And, you know, some people more feel more comfortable calling that God and some people more like calling it the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I like having both of those and they're both, they're both fabulous. Um, this is more a, a book for women, but if you have women in your, your organization, most of them, most of them. Okay. The extreme art of self-care by Cheryl Richardson. Again, again, please. Uh, yep. the, extreme. No, the extreme art of self-care. And it's uh, by Cheryl Richardson. Cheryl, Cheryl Richard, Richardson really was the, the first woman who really put life coaching on, on the map. So she's probably about 70 now and she's an, an incredible life coach. And she wrote this book called The Extreme um, Art of Self-Care. And it, it took the idea that self-care is selfish into the idea that put the oxygen mask on first and then we can be of more service to other people. But why it's so good, it's not just about self-care physically, but self-care emotionally and spiritually and, and speaking your truth as well. So that, that is really, it's good for everyone, but really good for women, especially. Okay. Mm. Uh. Um, and then you may or may not be able to get a hold of this, but the master key, and I'm going to give you the, the name, is by Charles Harnell. And I think it's H-A-R, is it Harnell? Charles Harnell. I'm probably going to have to get you the spelling. H-A-R-N-E-L-L, -L, Charles Harnell. And where this is from is, some of you may know my first network marketing company was a company called Delphin. And I did that for three years in Australia, and it was a personal development company. And it was all about manifestation and quantum physics. So that's, that's why my background, I so love manifestation, because that's really where I cut my teeth on business, network marketing, manifestation, everything, and it utterly changed my life. That manuscript, the master key, is a very old manuscript that in the 1920s was um, suppressed and, you know, like the government told people they couldn't read it and it was, you know, ostracized. And then eventually um, it was refound or republished and the founder of this company used it for our courses. All right. Since then, you can find it on Amazon. Um, it is kind of like Think and Grow Rich old language but it's very good for combining like quantum physics, manifestation, gratitude, being of service. And I really like that because for me, I see network marketing as like why, why network marketing, I believe in it is you, if you help other people get what they want, then you get what you want. So it's like, if we wanna be financially free, we help other people get financially free and then we become free. And so that book is very much, you know, manifestation, gratitude, service, your impact in the world, identity, quantum physics, everything. But it is older language too. Where would you put GoPro? GoPro, yes. GoPro, GoPro, I think in general is like when I would say, what are your, your, the best network marketing books out there? I would say GoPro, definitely. I wouldn't say it's one of my like favorite, like, like heart resonance, but I would put it on my list. Like which ones should you read? I would definitely say that one. 
Yeah. Yeah. As when when you go through this list, okay. When we talk about network marketing in general, the business of the twenty first century, it gives background here, but it's general. But yeah. um, my experience is, <clears throat> if people when they start, there are maybe character of people as well, but uh, they want to know what is it what I have to do. Yes. 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 Yes, and here I see GoPro. Yes, that, that's a good distinction. The perfect business more helps you with your belief. Mm -hmm. GoPro more tells you how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what to do. And I what think to do. Yeah. The, how, <laughs> the how is still kind of you need a bit. And I think the, the, the tactical part of how to do uh, and then social media, I like the ones from Fraser Brooks. So how do you work it on social media? Really the hand-ons and you can follow it. Some people, that that is what they need. And, and social media is a big thing anyhow. And here's, uh, um, I dare you, I double dare you. And now there is, the, the last book is from, from loser to leader. And, and that is a bit more the kind of the, the handmade things, how, how you really can do it. The, I agree fully with you when you be then um, in the more spiritual part, because that's a biggie. If you are not ready to do the work from, from your inside work, then yeah, you do things, but they don't get results. <laughs> you see, that cannot happen, but that has to do with your inside. And, and here, the books you mentioned are, are very good. And plus, a happy pocket full of money. That's my thing. Eh? <laughs> mm. In Mexico, it's really difficult to get. I need to go to the United States to get that book. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't really read it either. <laughs> I'm reading it right now. Well, not right now. It's my... I started reading it, but it's kind of difficult. Uh, Which book because are you talking about? Uh, a happy, uh, happy bucket for the money. Ah, okay. <laughs> because it's in English, and I'm an, um, uh, uh, I'm a Spanish native speaker, so it's really hard for me to read that book because it's it's all about manifesting and the law of universe and to being and the being, and it's like oh my god. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of lot of English context. Yeah. And re really like when our, our team starts too, we, we don't want to give them too many books. I, I would really just say you need a money belief book, you need a network marketing belief book, and you need a like center, you're like more like a spiritual center your life around what you love, get connected to something bigger. And really, you just need those three type of books. And then of course, like Soulcraft that you're in, into the doing, you know, like where it tells you how to. Because we, we want to be careful not to give our downline too many books because then they get just lost in books. So think of it like, okay, they have to change their belief about money. That's huge. They need to have some type of spiritual book that connects them to feeling good and what's possible. And that's why I think asking is given or the power of intention. And then some type of network marketing book, whether it's the perfect business or GoPro. And then, and then like a course like Soulcraft or your team training, something that gets them into the actual doing, like the being and the doing, but actually, okay, now I got to get stuck into inviting, presenting, training, follow-up, et cetera. 
because we don't want them to get too lost in in all, just always reading. Well, I shouldn't say that. I I think everyone should always be reading, but not just reading, because <laughs> because then they can think that they're progressing in their business and they're they're not. They're not. Yeah. And a, a good rule of thumb is what I always try to tell, even in Soulcraft, but my my team as well. If you can just read 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes at night, that's sufficient because it helps you continue to learn and changes your mindset. And you read a book a, a month. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Can I, yes, can I add something that. about, and this may help you, Amanda, the um, Think and Grow Rich for when you're in the car, you can actually get a a compressed version of the book and that goes over and over again about belief about different things it's it's great and it's instead of reading the whole book it's compressed a little bit on each chapter and i have that playing in the car over and over and over again mm. and easy to listen to that's a, C a cd yeah i think i'm gonna give it a second chance <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the audio just might kind of land better, you know, like, it's a really good idea. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, the sense of getting rich, I read it in, well, I, I'm not reading it, I'm hearing in an audiobook. Mm. And I love it. There was another, I, I was trying to remember when I first started network marketing, I used to listen to Brian Tracy's um, The Luck Factor. The, the what? The, the luck, factor? luck factor? I'll have to see if I can get that. That's the luck factor. And why I liked it is it really was all about, it was probably developed for salespeople, which Brian Tracy used to train a lot of real estate agents, but it was really good mindset of just like how you are in the world and, and your habits and your integrity. And that, that really did positively influence me too. I haven't thought about that for a long time, but I used to listen to that in the car all the time, the, the luck factor. Oh, let me search for it. I have the, the, the sales psychology. So yes, 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 yes. That, that's another great one, yeah. Yeah, okay, great, thank you so much. Hey, you're so welcome, you're so welcome. <gasps> Um, all right. Is there any other questions in in your business that you're you're thinking about that might even not be course related, but anything in your business you'd like to brainstorm? Oops, we might have lost Armando. Uh, I'm I'm going to change my to my computer because okay. I'm getting off uh, battery, so I'm going to uh, stop my video. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. How about you, Annette? Is there anything you want to brainstorm in your business? Mm. Or Claudia? Would you? Oh, I'm, you I'm going to ask probably totally out of the box, right? But okay. what would you recommend? Not recommend. What would you, if you had to write a, a protocol, on ethics of doing presentations on Zoom calls for your team. Okay, okay. So, and just ask you a couple of questions. Would that be where they are bringing guests to you doing the yes. presentations? Okay. 
and or, or or anyone for that matter you know if they eventually they also starting to do presentations online okay and i do feel whatever we however we start we do pass it on so we don't make corrections so i'm i'm just asking if say if if you would write a book carmen what would your what would the ethics and, and the protocol be? Mm, that's a great question. So I would approach it from the presenter and then also the guest. So for the presenter, I would say, make sure you always practice before and you know, make sure that your Zoom is set up, practice getting on, practice that the audio is fine, the, vi the video, the, you know, all the things that can go wrong. You know, so always practice before. And if, if it's been like more than three weeks since you've done a Zoom call, <laughs> make sure that it's still the same because Zoom can change, you know, just like Facebook lives can change at the, the last minute. So the presenter always have to has to be super prepared. Um, I'd also, you know, little things like making sure you have quiet, that your the people in your house know not to use the internet because that can slow down the lag time for everybody. And that to prepare and before you do the presentation, take a few moments to just collect yourself. So you come to the presentation always really prepared. And that's the biggest thing. Because a lot of people kind of leave it to the last minute and they come with either stressed out energy or, you know, tech, tech difficulties. And the more we can like manage that beforehand, the better. And then little things like making sure to mute everybody, but telling people I'm going to mute you, but we're going to open up the, the um, call afterwards for questions. You would do that? Yes. Q&As, yep. let them know at front? Yes. Yep. If that's what you're going to do. I mean, you'd have to decide, like, for example, like when I do Zoom calls, like not so much like this, but if I'm doing a presentation, then I would say, um, I'm going to mute the call now so we'll have a clear recording with no background noise, but I'll open it up for questions afterwards so they know that they can ask questions. And, you know, if you want them to use the chat function, just, you know, all those type of things. And then also, you know, little things people don't realize that you you really want to be talking to the, like when you're presenting, you want to be talking to the camera. When I'm when I'm talking to you guys, like in this type of situation, I'm actually looking at you, which probably isn't the best, but there's no way I can kind of look at the camera and, and feel connected to you. But when you're presenting, you really should just be looking at the camera so that they so people feel like you're looking at their their eyes and it, it your connection with an individual doesn't matter because you're speaking to the, the group. And then, you know, things about lighting, making sure there's enough light, you know, all those type of things. So I would definitely have a protocol for people to think about. And then what I would also do with anybody who's speaking is then do a debrief afterwards about things that they thought went well, what could they improve? Oh, I like that. And the biggest thing with anything is just to do it. And we actually learn by doing it. And that's why you want the debrief afterwards. Like, for example, I have my podcast is coming out on Tuesday, August 9th. And one of the biggest things I learned is that 
so I, I recorded, I think, four podcasts, and then I started listening to them on the fourth. And then I realized that I would have done it completely differently because you need to hear what you would do differently. And so I ended up re-recording the first two, but I would never, I could not have studied that enough. I couldn't have learned it in the course I took. I couldn't have read it on, you know, any article. I had to do it and then listen to see how I would needed to improve. So we actually always improve just by doing and then looking at how we can improve. So this is why getting to, into action, like we can never imagine how something is going to be except through doing and then looking at it and saying, how can I improve? So for a presenter, I would even recommend that they do a pretend presentation to you so that they can see all the things that could potentially go wrong, like not enough light, you know, somebody on the internet, <laughs> a cat walking through, although that's cute. That doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, Armando, yes. About the deep breath um, afterward. Uh, three questions that you would ask to the presenter to at the end of the presentation that yeah. he get it inside. Yeah, that's a great question. I always try to start with what what do you think went well? Like, what did you really enjoy? Uh, what did you enjoy? Yeah, because we, we always want people to like, even if they did terrible, <laughs> we always want to focus on what they did good, you know, because there's nothing worse, like they're going to be nervous enough as it is. You know, there's there's nothing worse, like, you know, right now with my sexy fit program, I have people doing Facebook lives and they're all doing fantastic. But even if they weren't, I would always go to what are you doing well first? Okay, because that's it's so important that people are always coming to something in from a positive way rather than like, oh, my God, I sucked, you know, because that doesn't do anyone good. So I'd ask them, like, what do you think you did well? What did you enjoy? You know, and then the second question, what do you think or how how would you do it differently next time? Is there anything you would want to improve? Oh, I realized I didn't have enough light in the background. Or, oh, I forgot to tell my husband not to walk through. <laughs> or I forgot to, like, tell my kids, you know, like, like all these things can happen. Like That's a big normal. thing for me is I have to always tell my husband, don't get on the Internet just for an hour because even a little bit can can change the quality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andre Kiwa, for example, has two internet, one for the house and one for her, for her meeting. That's for even example. better if you can do that. Oh my goodness, yeah. Mm. But and you know Andre Kiwa is really intense. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, if you can do that, that's fantastic. That's just so good. Um, and let me see what else. So what did you like? What did you enjoy? What would you do different? And then, um, then I would say, you know, they will probably ask you, what did you think? And if they don't, you can say, can I offer some feedback too? And then because if someone hasn't asked you, it's always nice to say, can I offer some feedback as well? because then they say yes. And then again, I would always start with, I loved this. Like you, you, you just really were so passionate about the, the topic. 
the one thing I might do a little bit differently is slow down because in your passion, sometimes it's a little bit too quick. So just slow down a little bit because we want people to hear what you're saying, you know, you know, something like that, but I would always start with the good and yeah. Yeah, and I then know. in terms of for their their guests with guests it's as the presenter we can usually manage because we can mute them and say we'll we'll bring you back on but you really don't want to do a presentation where you have people unmuted because they just forget you know background noise they can start asking a question so i would always mute when you present Now, a team training like this, we don't mute because there's no need, you know, unless, well, that's not true. When we have a lot of people, you guys will mute yourselves. Or if, if I notice there is some noise, I might mute. But like a situation like this, we don't need to. Is so, that helpful? So raise your hand, I like as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is, Every time you do a presentation or every time your your um, your team member does a presentation, what they want to do is always think, make notes, like evaluate themselves and think, okay, next time I'll I'll do this and make make notes. And that that's really how I became a good presenter in hotel meetings or one on ones is I would always evaluate myself afterwards. Ooh, I could have said this and I could have answered the, that objection this way. So I'm always thinking like, how can I do it better? And, but from a positive standpoint, not saying to myself, I suck, but just like, Ooh, I could have done this better. You know, I did this well, but this, I could have changed. And that's how we become better at, at anything. And Tony, oh, sorry, Amanda. No, no. Go ahead, Armando, and then I'll, I'll go back to Annette. So go ahead. Yeah, I say in a lovely way. Yeah, yes. Annette, what was that great question uh, you were going to do? And timing. I mean, if online timing is a little bit different than, say, in a, in a live room. Yeah, it really depends what you're presenting on. But I, I find all presentations, I try to make shorter than we used to. Because people's attention span is just so much shorter, whether it's live or whether it's online. So I just try to shorten yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I think when I started in network marketing, how long we used to take to explain things. And now three hours. <laughs> oh. 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 One on one, my meetings were always an hour and nobody is going to sit through an hour meeting one on one anymore. Not anymore. But online, what would you 20 minutes? It really depends. Like when I when I do my master classes or my webinars, I still do an hour. You know, that's that seems to still work really well. If it was presenting a business presentation, I would probably I would probably do it about 45 minutes and then open it up for questions. It depends really how engaging you are as a speaker and also any graphics that you have. But if you can keep their attention for 45 minutes, then that's okay. But if if you know it's a pretty dry presentation, I would keep it, you know, to 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of no rule for that. It really just depends what you're presenting. Like if, if I'm presenting Soulcraft, you know, it's in a say a webinar, it's very hard to do that in under an hour if I'm going to take questions. 
if I'm doing a video that you watch, as you know, I've gotten that down to like 25 minutes if I'm not there. Um, but if, if it's live, you have a little bit more leeway. But what you, you know, what you can do too is if it's live, like when I do webinars and it's live, I get people to write in the chat, like I'll say, how long have you been in network marketing? You know, and then you like, what are some of your biggest struggles? So I'm getting them to participate. So that that can help as well to get some engagement. Yeah. Yes. Is that is that helpful? It, it does. It sort of gives me a bit of a protocol because mm -hmm. then the next thing is, of course, how do you like at the moment, my background is not good, right? So, mm. but I would never present like this, but mm. say for a presenter nowadays, mm. we're doing Zoom, we do a lot of things online. How would you dress? Would you, uh, you know, I mean, some of the younger ones may sit in their pajamas. I would still do, I mean, oftentimes all I really care about is if, you know, like, like I'm right now, I'm just in like um, workout pants. You know, so as long as and, and I could be in a nice T-shirt with an, you know, like we don't have to be like super dressy as long as we look like casual smart, I think yeah. it's totally fine. Yeah. And then, you know, the background clean and now you can get those backgrounds, which is totally fine. But yeah. like I try not to have, you know, like I mean, I don't normally anyway, but, you know, you, you want like a clean background because people do like if it looks messy, they make a judgment about you. Yeah. And and I think it, it it can help you to to have a best engagement when your back is clean or for example neat. Mm. I think you can you can have a, a really good connection with the person because the person looks into your house. So it it, it feels familiar mm. for for the information. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And, you know, e even if you just have, you can make a very simple, like you have a table with some books on it, you know, like, like everyone can kind of like just back themselves into a corner and put a little table and some books and that's okay. And then what, what I, what I always did, like for hotel presentations is I would see the things that would come up. Like I noticed with back in the day when we did hotel presentations that, um, some of my associates might be on their phone instead of watching the presenter. And then what did their guests do? Their guests would look at their phone. So then that became part of the protocol where I, I would say to my associates, you have to be engaged the whole time because then, so I, I would always see what was happening and then that would become part of my protocol. Still in online presentations? Or just in hotel presentations? Well, uh, hotel or, presentations, you're talking about in a room that it's full of people? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. And I, I don't do that any, anymore, but only using that as an example of how I would develop protocol would be based on what what would happen with my associates. So if, if I noticed that they were not engaging, I would, that would become part of the protocol. Like I would have a, a little sheet saying, okay, when you bring your guests to the presentation, make sure that you introduce them to the speaker beforehand, because if they if they're introduced to the speaker, they will listen differently. So that that became part of the protocol. 
And then a second one was, as the associate, you want to be engaged during the whole presentation, even if you've heard it 100 times, because if you check out your your guest will check out. So like those were two of the the protocols. And a third thing was after the presentation, if you have three guests, just put everyone kind of in a circle, like you pull your chairs around together so you can answer questions. And if you don't have a guest or they didn't show up, go help another associate with their guest. Because there will come a time where you have so many guests, like three, and you can't answer all their questions, another associate will come over and help you. And this was all, just all stuff I learned because of observing what was happening in my team. And then I'd be like, oh, I need to put that into the protocol. So even with online, online presentations, as you're going long, you'll, you'll start thinking, oh, I need to put this in. This will make it better. This will train my people better. Um, did you recommend to get in, there's an option in Zoom about small groups, about answering the questions you're telling when, when you get um, the questions of your, of your guests. Did you think it's a good idea to put them in a small group so you can answer these questions um, a part of the group? In, I don't know if I... Uh, okay, so this again was for live, live presentations. No, online. And, oh, online. No, online. I would. I would open it up to everybody. So let's say if I was presenting the the business presentation to you right now, and then I ended it, and then I would. I would say to all of you, I'd say, I'm going to unmute all of you. Does anyone have any questions? Because I would love to go through anything that you're wondering. And then Claudia might say, you know, yada yada yada. I would answer it here. I would also have a list of common questions because sometimes people just stare at you with like, you know, like they're a deer with the, the lights in their eye. They're just like, I don't know. <laughs> so rather than it be awkward, I'll say, well, if you're thinking of your questions, here are a couple that I always get that I thought you might like to know the answers to. So, and then one of them might be, well, what do I do on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, so then I would explain what they do on a day to day to day basis. And, and what I found out is also leaving some space. Because one tends to talk. Do you have questions? Do have, and, and then the, when they are new to it, they don't dare to talk just like this into the thing when there is no space. If you have some space, everything is quiet. And then some Sometimes some feedback comes. We had it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes just to to just let it hang there for a little bit is okay too. Yeah. All right. So we any other? I always like because obviously Soulcraft is about your network marketing business. So I always like to give that lots of of um, space, but the personal development is really what runs the show. So that's why we want to spend time on that too. So I, I just want to review what we talked about last or two weeks ago, because it's so, so important. So this is all, oh, actually, I do need to ask everyone this. Two questions, actually. So two questions. No, just one question. So little segue. 
So as you know, Soulcraft is evergreen, which means people can come in at any time, which was one of the biggest requests rather than just have it launch based, which I used to do at launch based like twice a year, we would do a launch. I am going, I'm thinking about doing a launch in September. Again, we haven't done the launch for like a year and a half. And I just wanted to get votes. Would you prefer to have the seven day email mini course as the lead in or the four part video series as the as lead in? So whenever I do a launch, I always have something free for people. And then we also have some webinars that I, I present and you, you can bring your guests to. And the, the two biggest ways I've done is this the seven, seven day email course. It's a mini course, so they get seven emails. So it's the seven secrets of how to be a top income earner. Or the other free offer is the four part video series. The four part video series is always available. So people can go to it. The seven day email course we we only do if I do a launch. So we haven't done it for a year and a half. So oh my God. both sounds right. Both, both, both sounds sound. great. Okay. Have yeah. you Armando, did you do I any of those? Did you do the seven day email course or see any of the four part video series? No, you're because no, Emmanuel just yeah, you had a Emmanuel was able to to talk to you about it. Okay, that's perfect. No. Apart that I'm I'm following you in social media for for a year, so That's I right. knew what Soulcraft is. I, Emmanuel, just give me a, a, a little push. <laughs> yeah, <For sure. laughs> just a little push. <laughs> oh, that's right, because I I do remember that. And Claudia, Claudia and and Annette, do you have a preference at all? I like the seven day email course because that's how I. That you came in, yeah, yeah, and and Claudia. Me, me too. I, I did all of it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the first thing going through was the seven day, okay. And I, I, I like to use a four part video series when, um, I mean, now when it's yeah. like this, so um, maybe the seven days, I it feels like a good refresher. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't done that one for a while. I've been leaning to the seven day one too. Yeah. So, okay, I'll, I'm going to post that in the forum, but I wanted to just like physically talk to you guys about it. So, okay, both are great. It's just that the four part video series is always there. Um, of course, if we did it as part of the launch, it gets the webinars and, you know, a little bit more kind of like attention on it. But the seven day email course is kind of nice because it's just these quick little snippets. And then we also have two webinars that you can bring people to as well. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I'm leaning more towards that one too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will talk more about that. I'm thinking of doing it in September once people come back from summer and they're that's like really the best time to build September to December. So I'll I'll give you guys lots of warning as well. Mm -hmm. The whole okay. commission is done. Exactly, and that's when people want to start building again. Yeah. Okay, so the the topic that we talked about two weeks ago was the the manifestation formula that I love, which is the be do have. So I did a little um, Instagram real uh, little episode for it. So there's actually five 30 second videos. So if you go to my Instagram, you can see them. And actually, this is good to know too. When you're referring people to Soulcraft, if you ever want 
them to see a little bit like quick little things you can send them to those reels too because that will give them a good sense of me soulcraft etc so it's a good little thing to um if they want to kind of get the vibe of soulcraft but those are good videos too for you guys to review too they're just little 30 seconds but the be do have is the whole philosophy that if you want to have in order to have we want to go even further back than doing but to be and when we focus on our identity and who we are and our integrity and how we show up, then that leads to the doing and then that leads to the having. But you have to do both the being, being in the doing because you can't just be a monk meditating on a mountain and just expect everything to manifest. You have to be meditating, manifesting and doing because we're human beings. You know, we still are, we're being and doing beings. So when you think of being, we want to focus more on who you are and how you stand in the world. Because what we're trying to do is make you a vibrational match for the things that you want. And the quickest way to be a vibrational match for the things that we want is to act and imagine as if we already are that person that has the thing that we want. And so intellectually, that is, okay, if I want a beautiful house, I want an amazing business, I want to have this huge impact in the world, we have to see ourselves as being that person. And we have to walk around like that. And we have to, to, to think the thoughts and we have to take the actions. Some of the easiest ways to do that is the dream boards, the affirmations, and literally what you're seeing around yourself all the time. So that's why dream boards work so well, affirmations, things on your mirror, reading your, your I am statements in the morning, and then your imagination, of course. I had some challenges. Yes, <laughs> this okay. is this, um, what I call it the millionaire mindset thing. Yes. No clue how a person with more money than I ever had myself would kind of be and yes. surround and whatever. And, and also there, there are also there different people and, and different ways of doing it. So I, I then went on and yeah, find out examples where I say, okay, that is where I can hook to and, um, and nourish my thinking with this kind of pictures. Because if you, if you don't know, it's very difficult to to be. I mean, how can yeah. you be of things you don't know? Huh? Yeah. And and that was like a. It felt like a, a dilemma in my head. Huh? <laughs> big think big. Yeah, what is big? Um, it can be big bigger. Can be big yeah. that. <laughs> so that's yeah, a bit yeah. um, my my journey. And yeah, so so I, I interviewed people who had more money and went the way I want and things like that. So that helped a lot. And also surround you with these people. Yeah? Surround you with people who have this uplifting energy and, and things like that. A fun story I have locally, because I wanted also to connect locally, um, a group of mainly ladies who are kind of retired, middle-class people. And I felt that that was nice, but not what I need. 
<laughs> because I need the business ladies, which still need some, want some growth, you know. So I'm now more connecting to driven business ladies, which want more grow. And that's much more compelling for me. Yes. It's, it's so important on so many levels. Like we know that quote, we become the five people that we hang around. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so true because who you we're, we're all empaths as humans. So whoever we hang around really influences us. So that's one of the biggest things that you can do to, to move towards the life that you want to create the impact you want to have is to have friends and make friends. And, and if you, if you think, Oh, I want, I want a different group, then it could be joining different types of groups. It could be starting your own thing. I remember, I think I gave this example when I moved to Miami and I didn't know anybody. I just had one girlfriend and I said, who do you know that you feel is more entrepreneurial? Let's get her and ask her. And then let's start having a, a meeting once a month with these women, bringing other women that are entrepreneurial and we can start to kind of expand this network. So whatever you don't have, try to create yourself. But I, I love this example, not only like who we hang around, but the idea that if you have this feeling that I don't have an example of what I want, this is so important because it's, it's why like, if people only have an example of a certain relationship, they keep going back to that same relationship. If you only have an example of a certain amount of income or a certain amount of impact or a certain level of health, you'll stay there. And so you want to get other examples either by interviewing them, like, like you said, Claudia, reading books, you know, going to seminars, but trying to expand what you think is possible for yourself. Yeah, like Tony Robbins events, I like. Yeah, Tony, yeah. I'm such a big, big believer in personal development events because of the people mm -hmm. you meet too. Mm -hmm. So let's only, because we're at the hour and this is such a deep topic, let's, let's only give you something to work on today. Um, if you haven't watched those little Instagram reels of mine, the 30 second ones, watch them because they're just so quick. They'll, they'll really help you. And then just think they're of- right now. There's five. Yep. Yeah. So it'll, if you go to my reels, it'll just like manifest. It'll actually say like one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And number five will say final. <laughs> so you'll know like, yes, I made it to the end. <laughs> and they're only 30 seconds, each of them. <laughs> oh. And if in the next two weeks, if you can really put your mind to thinking, how can I up level my vibration and what I think is possible for my life? And what, one of the biggest ways is who you hang around, who your mentors are. So this is why Soulcraft is so good because you have a tribe of people who are driven, but they're also very soulful, like they have a really good heart. And, and that's what I really look for, people who are driven, but they have a good heart as well. Your friends, you know, who you spend time with, who you're listening to. And then if you can give that to your team members, the, I knew for me in network marketing, how I really shifted is in my first company, I had an amazing mentor. It wasn't my sponsor. It was my sponsor sponsor. And I so looked up to him and, and he was three years younger than me. And I was like, if he can do this, I can do this. And 
I want to beat him. <laughs> that was my, my thought. Like, I want to be as good as him. And it really helped up level what I thought was possible because here, this guy that was three years younger than me was doing so well. And he was very heart centered too. And then in, when I changed to USANA, I thought I need to give that to my team members. That same thing that he gave me, I wanted to give that to my leaders so that they would know they could do this. You know, I believe, would believe in them, support them, champion them. And with my leaders, I always spent a lot of time. So I didn't drag people across the finish line, but people who, who said, yes, I really wanna go for this, I spent a lot of time with. Because I knew for me, that's what made the difference is somebody that was a leader spending time with me. And then I, I wanted to do that for my leaders too. Again, we don't want to, you know, like the, that leader that spent time with me knew that I wanted to put 100% into this. So I don't want you trying to drag people across the finish line, but those that you know really wanted to go for this, you know, really work with them. And that will inspire you too. Okay, so the, your homework for, for this is to really think about the bean, you know, and up-leveling what you think is possible for you. And that's where you hear in personal development a lot, we wanna change your thermometer, your, your barometer of what you think is possible. And then in two weeks, we'll, we'll talk about this again. Okay, I know Annette's gonna go to go and we're four minutes over, I try to not go over. Um, okay, so we'll take a quick picture. I know Annette's got to go with her, her husband. And then you want, they want to take a quick picture. Let's take a quick picture. And then you have to do your two ahas and two action steps, but let's take it so Annette can go. So, so big smiles, one, two, three. And then Armando, you don't know this, but we do a crazy one. So here we go, one, two, three. Ah! Perfect. <laughs> All right, I will go. Bye, Annette. Thanks for coming back for the picture. I'm going to go post this right away. And then if you can share your two ahas and your two action steps. And then what it does is it really helps all of us because we'll read what Claudia says and we'll be like, did we really talk about that? Because we all hear something different. Yeah. Armando, thank you so much for being here. It's great to have you and Claudia and Annette. And we'll see you in two weeks. And Yes, let's see how we can up-level our being. Ciao, everybody. Bye.